0: Hello, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Wire and Electronics Podcast, where we discuss what's happening in your industry. I'm your host, Jalen Barnes. Today, I have with me Jamie Brookover. He's the Eastern Regional Manager of Brother Mobile Solutions. How are you doing, Jamie? Good. How are you, Jalen? Doing all right. So just a little fun fact for everyone listening. Jamie Brookover works at Brother, but in the not-so-distant past, he actually used to manage the Virginia Beach branch of Norfolk Wire. And he is the gentleman who actually hired me. So in a roundabout way, you have Jamie Brookover to thank for the existence of the Wire Electronics podcast. So let's give a small hand to Jamie there for making this possible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I assume that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> Greatest thing you've ever done, Jamie. Greatest thing you'll ever be responsible for. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And I'm fully aware that you have a, a wonderful family and children that love you. So even including all that. <laughs> good. Thank you. Thank you. No, no problem. Today's topic we're talking about labelers and labeling systems, and you know, I feel like this topic is probably going to be the absolute most universal topic I've talked about on this podcast, and you can hop in here jamie if you if you agree with me, but I feel like labeling is if you're a contractor, even an end user, labeling is something that's going to pop up for you, no matter what it is that you specialize in, you're going to need to label something at some point. am I right?
1: You are correct. Everybody in the datacom, audio, video, security, electrical industry is labeling something one way or the other. We actually call it the necessary evil that people forget about till the end of the job. So it is one of those things. Labeling
0: is a key function to the job. Well, let me ask you this then before I even get into all my questions. Why is it that you think it's forgotten or it's kind of like the second thought until it's too late? Where does that come in and do you see people trying to cut corners there and end up kind of jacking up the job because they don't really have a good labeling solution?
1: I think it boils down to it's just something that's, it's always been an afterthought because people, they don't think about that type of stuff. They think about the wire and the cable and the connectivity and the cameras and the stuff that really people are going to see. But as one contractor said it to me, when you walk into a wiring closet at the end, your labels is your autograph. So the first thing a customer, an end user, is going to see is that labeling. If the labeling's all jacked up and sideways or handwritten, they're going to look at that and say it doesn't look professional. So I think it's just one of those things because it's such a small portion of the job, people don't think about it till they have to.
0: You know, and I think that was put very well. Your 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 autograph, your signature. That's an excellent way to put it. And I mean, I mean, I think it makes the job easier too. If you ever have to return to that job or if some other contractor has to come in behind you years down the road, if nothing's labeled, you know, you've got a problem over it's poorly labeled. No one knows where anything goes. And that's got to be the number one complaint I hear from contractors. When they come into the store, they're they're complaining about a job. It's because someone didn't label something correctly.
1: That is correct. You don't know what cable is go- cable's going where, what port is supposed to go in the patch panel, security, what camera it's going to, what head end. Um, what DVR that's going to, people just don't, um, people don't label it and they have to go back and test. So they're there twice as long as they need to be uh, for that scenario. The prime example is look at an electrical box in somebody's house that was built in the 80s and 90s. Most guys wrote in pencil or some sort of pen. You open up that box, you don't know where anything is going in that electrical box because it's faded. A lot of states are now passing code that everything in an electrical box, including a home, has to be
0: on a true label. It can no longer be handwritten. Wow. And what are the standards for that? How, how, do, they, how do they determine what's a true label? Is it, is it printed? Is that what it takes? Or A true,
1: a true printed label. Has, it has to be a printed label on some sort of material, whether it's a polyester, a nylon, a laminated label,
0: something that is a label that should not be fading over time. Gotcha. I didn't even know that about that being, possibly being a code. So that's, that's pretty good. I think that's a good idea too, because it's going to save a lot of headaches, but it's going to save you time, money, end user time, money. It, it works for everyone involved. Okay. So let's get right into this and what brother has to offer. When we think of a labeler, um, you know, you made it think of a dumb machine and that whole lot of technical, you know, aspect to it, but how has that changed? What are labelers capable of now?
1: Well, the old label, it was just, you types in what you wanted on the label, you hit print, you put that on. In today's, we've added things such as serialization, so hypothetically if you were doing A01 through A24, you type in A01, hit a few buttons, and go to 24, and all 24 labels will print out. Some of the other major things is we now have um, a lot of our handheld labelers are PC compatible or a wi-fi feature on one of our labels. So, labelers. So what you look at with that is instead of a guy in the field typing all the labels and hitting print with the PC compatible, you can have the database already loaded into the label labeler. So the guy is not in the field wondering what the label's supposed to be, looking at a CAD drawing or looking at a project sheet. It's already in there. So when he's in the room, wherever he's labeling, he can highlight the ones he wants and hit print and he's not spending all that extra time in that scenario of Figuring
0: out what the label is supposed to be. Gotcha. So once again, saving time, saving time, you're saving money. I like that. So yeah, um, and, and I want you mentioned that Wi-Fi feature, and I think you touched on. You it, said PC compatible. So how do what all? How all does that plug in with smartphones and even? And something i been hearing about QR codes. So how do smartphones play into that?
1: So the way a smartphone is going to play into that is, brother, uh, we have uh, several apps that are 100% free that you can use with our 550WR800 and our uh, 900 and our 750 series. And basically what you can do is, the easiest way to explain it is, a project manager in the field or a project manager in his office can take an Excel spreadsheet, email it to the guy in the field on his phone, which will be hooked via Wi-Fi to that printer. And this is a direct connect Wi-Fi. So if you're at a construction site, there's no Wi-Fi. This printer puts its own IP address out. The phone sees it, connects to it. You take that Excel spreadsheet, you load it into the printer, and all of your labeling is already in the printer. All the labels are there. What it needs to say, it's a searchable database in there. Um, Other things uh, are iPrint and Label app. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of pre-done, assembled templates in there. QR codes are becoming a big thing. Um, The QR code, everyone has a QR code reader on their phone now, especially all the Younger generation, these millennials, they QR, they'll scan anything. Yep. And in a QR code, you can put up to about 600 characters into a one-inch label. Hmm. Um, we have several customers that they put a QR code on, especially in a data center because they're putting so much information on the label. They put a QR code on it so they can scan it. That QR code tells them every information about where that cable runs, what ports it goes through, and where it's heading to. Wow. Cameras. People are putting a QR code on a security camera. The only thing that's not in there is the IP address, but it tells them everything else. So you don't have a bunch of labels on a camera. You have one small QR code. And you can scan it and you can know everything about that except the IP address, um, which of course you'll have that in a database somewhere. So um, the way what we're doing with the Wi-Fi feature, we're saving labor. If I can, if I tell you I'm gonna save you a dollar per uh, label cartridge. There's not a lot of savings in that, but if I can save you between 20 and 30% labor mm-hmm. on your labeling time, mm-hmm. I have saved you a bunch of money in that scenario.
0: Yes, and that, that QR code thing, that is, that is awesome. Uh, that's just very smart. <laughs> that is incredibly smart because, yeah, yeah that's just a great – so let me ask you this. So what kind of uh, – la- and this is maybe way more technical than we even need to go, but what, what kind of labels does the QR code fit on? Is it the same size of label? Is it just the kind that you have to get?
1: yeah it's a uh and it can go down to a three quarter inch label and actually all the way up to an inch and a half depending on what label tool you're using what labeler a lot of people are using a one inch um label on that it's our standard stuff there's no special label there's no special printer you have to get it's all done in the app or our software mm-hmm. it creates it creates the qr code off of the information you put in it automatically creates the qr code and you uh you know, use it as needed. On a, We have some customers that they have a QR code with their website and technical help on it, Mm -hmm. um, a technical help website, where they put that QR code on something they install, the customer can scan it if something's wrong with it, and they know exactly what phone number to call immediately for technical uh, help.
0: Okay, so did you just say that the QR code could take them to a website link? It will take
1: them directly to a website link. You can put text information in it where it's just generic information or you can put a website uh, information in there. and When you're putting a website information in, most of the time when you scan it, it immediately goes directly to that website.
0: That's awesome. That is super creative and a great idea. Uh, I'm liking that feature. Um, So, okay, so now we know what all can be done and and what we can do with other printers. What are some of the specific printers and the specific products that installers should be looking at based on, you know, the types of jobs they do, size of jobs, how much you're going to use it because you know, not everyone is carrying a labeler on they on their hip, but tell me why they should and what they should be looking at.
1: Well, the main thing we always and we're going to start with our lowest product,
0: our mm-hmm.
1: PTE-110. Mm-hmm. Our PTE-110 is a handheld labeler goes up to a half inch label. So anything below a half inch label
0: mm-hmm. comes in
1: a hard case kit and comes with one pack of tape already in there. List price on that is fifty nine ninety five. Mm-hmm. Well. When you look at that, that's a very inexpensive printer yeah. to get into. We're the only ones that have a printer at that price range. So mm-hmm. people who are using black markers or wire books that have the zero through nine that they're just going off and wrapping yeah. on, mm-hmm. it's it's just as inexpensive to use our labeler. So yeah. that is an inexpensive, no Wi-Fi, no technical, it's just an inexpensive printer. Mm-hmm. A guy who's doing more more labeling, you know, he's doing 40 to 60 labels a week, you have the E three hundred, the PTE three hundred in the middle. Mm-hmm. That one has more features: cable wrap, cable flag, patch panel, uh, punch blocks. You can uh, barcode off of it, mm-hmm. and that one goes up to a three-quarter inch label. You know, mm-hmm. so that's more of a guy who's labeling on an everyday basis, but not doing large jobs. Mm-hmm. Our 500 and 550W are for guys who are doing larger jobs or managing the jobs off Excel spreadsheet. Those are the ones that can be loaded into the spreadsheets can be loaded into the printer, mm-hmm. and those, and even that 550W. Uh, printer, the PTE550W printer, it has Wi-Fi. It goes to a one-inch label. You can barcode. You can serialize. You can, uh, you know, it, as I said, barcode. You can barcode directly from the printer. You don't even need an app for a barcode, uh, mm-hmm. QR code You do. That one lists for a whopping $359, so it's not a crazy price on this mm-hmm. printer. And mm-hmm. all of our labels work with all of our printers. Up to like so the 110 up to a half inch, 300 up to three quarter, and 500 550W up to one inch. So guys who are doing larger jobs or doing data centers or doing you know multiple jobs in one week, the 550W and the 500 helps you manage and save
0: time and labor on the on your job site when you're there labeling. Got it, got it. And which ones uh, can do QR code and which ones can't? So we know what we're looking at.
1: So the QR code, the best one to do it on is the PTE 550W. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and you can do a QR code on the PTE 800W, which is one of our newer printers. Mm-hmm. Um, goes up to an inch and a half, much larger. Um, we call it the lunchbox. If you see a picture of it, it looks like a lunchbox. Um, but, you know, we're seeing that those larger printers on the 800W, those are you're seeing much more in a data center application. Um, mm-hmm. Electricians are using them in the field because of the larger label things like that. So the 550W and 800W are the two best to do QR codes.
0: Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, that's looking good. So we're going to include some product information in the uh, description of this uh, podcast, whether you're on SoundCloud or YouTube or LinkedIn, they're going to be uh, some links to some of this information. So you can look at the products we just discussed and look at some of these. Cool features. And of course, if you got any questions, you're going to have my contact information, you're going to have Jamie's contact information, you can get in touch with us. We're more than happy to help you out, give you a demonstration, and uh, see what you're working with here. Because, like Jamie was saying, and I completely agree, this is saving you time, it's saving you money, and it's the necessary evil. But, you know, it's only evil if you're waiting to the last minute and then you forgot about it. But get it now so that your stuff can look professional, your jobs can look professional, you're saving your text time, you're saving yourself money. And you're making everybody happy, and it's just that extra touch that people appreciate. End users appreciate it, and your contractors will appreciate it too because it's going to save them some time. Um, anything that we think we missed here, Jamie, that you want to make sure that people walk away with here?
1: Um, no, it's the uh, the main thing is, you know, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to shoot me an email or give me a call. Uh, Norfolk Wire definitely is um, stocking the product right there, mm-hmm. so it's a uh, it's easy use of getting it here in the area or any of their locations. So. Uh, like you said, it's the necessary evil, so start early so you don't have to uh, play catch-up at the end of the job on your
0: labeling. Yeah, we appreciate that, Jamie. So thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. Share it with your staff, your coworkers, and friends. Leave a comment on this podcast and give me your suggestions for future topics. Check the description below once again for all the links to the products we discussed today. have any questions about these products, don't hesitate to contact myself or Jamie. Our contact information is below. Follow the Wire Electronics podcast on LinkedIn and Instagram at the links below to stay up to date on new developments, business highlights, sales, industry information, and giveaways. Subscribe to my mailing list to be alerted every time there's a new podcast available. Just email me at jalen.barnes at norfolkwire.com and I'll add you to the list. That email address is below as well. I'll close out today's podcast with an inspirational quote from Florence Nightingale. I attribute my success to this. I never gave or took any excuse. Thank you so much again for listening. Give me your feedback. Be blessed. And I'll be back next month to tell you more about what's happening in your industry. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.